Brain Buster Boys are brought to you by Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Brett, oh, so happy to finally have you up here in Connecticut for this dinner. And uh, don't worry, I already took care of your orders. You don't have to order anything. I got us three T-bone steaks, bloody mashed potatoes on the side, extra butter, tons of sour cream. Delicious, don't worry. Best steak in the world here. Uh, sounds it's great. It's to help with bloody, you're referring to the mashed potatoes. Oh, your comedy, I don't quite get it, but the kids seem to love you, so I'm gonna let that one go. I don't know if it was a joke at my expense or yours. Once again, I don't get you at all, but the people seem to like you. Well, again, we just want to reiterate, Mr. McMahon, just your compassionate kindness. Yes, Already right. taking care of our order, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, very forthright, very uh, intellectual, very. Uh, just nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, it's like, I, I, it reminds me of when I went to church when I was a kid, but. Um, I've been told I get a lot of that church vibe. People say I have the voice of a pastor and I had maybe missed a calling in my life. I think, sir, I think maybe you had, but hey, there's well, still time. Well, I think it'd be good. They might call you Oral Roberts McMahon. Yeah. yeah. So what, sir? What are you? Uh, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, obviously, this is the finest scotch I could get my hands on. Only three bottles in existence, and I own all of them because I am a billionaire. If you didn't know, boys, I'm a very rich man. We've heard that. About yeah, yeah, we've heard that. May I have some of your scotch? Yeah. Could you please pass us a glass? Wow, that sounds incredible. Holy shit. Boys, I don't let anyone have this scotch all the time. Only boys who show ruthless aggression get to have the scotch with Mr. McMahon. Well, if I get in a fight with Brett, will that, uh, uh, will that qualify? Oh, if you get in a fight with Brett right now, I might actually understand what you're going for with this whole comedy thing. So I will not stop you. No, 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 we're not trying to. No, 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 no. We're not ready for that. Let's just have a nice meal here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we can talk a little business, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay, great. Mr. Ringman, thank you so much for having us up here to. Stanford, uh, Connecticut. Uh, yeah, I've never been uh, up here. Yeah, I've yeah. been to New York City, but never, never been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I went to the, the the dark city in the deep south, and it was uh, bleak. And uh, I'm looking forward to crawling up Titan Tower. I tell you what, sir. Yeah, yeah. Boys, I'll tell you, Titan Tower. It's uh, kind of a monument to myself. If you get what I mean, I got a lot packing down here. Oh, yeah. We get yeah, what you yeah. mean, sir. We get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Titans. New York Titans like an arena football team. Oh, right? wow, yeah. Man, this We don't talk about arena football. We only talk about wrestling. And I want to talk about Raw, boys, because I know that you guys are going to be covering it, and I want you to go balls to the walls on it. I'm serious. Wow. This stuff means a lot. This is my baby. I built Raw from the ground up from the ashes of all my competitors, and I can't let it fall. Oh yeah, I know, sir. I actually just recently was watching like the first episode of Monday Night Raw from 93, and some of those- That's why I brought you two in. I really want you to be pushing Raw. Sir, we're, we're totally fine to shine some light on Raw, but what about when you called us a few weeks ago and told us you wanted the us to cover the boss, Sasha Banks and Roman Reigns? So, I mean, you still want us to talk about them, right? I just want you talking about them. You don't need to talk about their whole show. Just make sure at least two references to Mr. Reigns on every show and at least one to the boss. 
That's far. I mean, we're still gonna obviously watch. Yeah, yeah. We're obviously gonna watch. Separate but equal. You know how I feel about it. Yeah. All right. We understand. We understand. Um. So we do. We do have some ideas we want to pitch you here. Yeah. 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 So um. Just new things, you know, that we've been kind of drumming up and working on. Um. Are you open to hearing them? Boys, boys, I always love when my uh, employees come to me with their ideas. And you know what? My door is always open. But I'm going to tell you something first. Before we go into your ideas, we got plenty of time to talk about that. How's your steak first? Oh, it's excellent. It is excellent. It's, it's uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I couldn't tell if, yeah, it was, yeah. if it was still alive. Yeah, or not, it, tastes like, it tastes like a Mortal Kombat fatality. Yeah. You know, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. It's, it's tasty. Yeah, yeah really. I like them right on the edge of mooing, boys. That's how I like my steak cooked. Yep. But I'm telling you, so I had an idea about your show last night while I was working out at 4 a.m. You know, I was jacking some iron, and I thought, you know, they have that segment where they talk about old stuff. And I had the greatest idea for a name of a segment ever. Wow. Let's hear it. It's Total Recall. Like the movie? Yeah, yeah. You know, they make two of them, right? They have the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. They have the one with uh, Colin Farrell, right? Boys, boys, I'm in movies already. I don't want to hear about any movies right now. We can talk about WWE pictures later. You want to pitch me a script for that at another time. But what I'm saying is, that is gold I'm giving you, boys. That name of that segment, that'll bring the people. They'll love it. Well, uh... Okay. Hey, all right. right. No, we can we can change it. Yeah. 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 We can make yeah, yeah, that work. Yeah. Let's give it a shot. Yeah. Let's yeah. We'll make that work. It's okay. All right. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. 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 Thank you, yeah, Mr. Green. That's yeah, a, uh, uh, that's a good uh, idea. Excellent idea. Yeah. Sounds good. I mean, boys, I haven't sent you down the wrong path yet. I mean, Bo, I'm sure you're loving the name change. So fewer letters to write out, huh? Oh man, like my, uh, my yeah. It was a tough. You know, it wasn't an easy transition yeah, you, for him, but you changed my life. Well, as I said last time, we're your family now. Oh, man, this is just like if a bear hug was actually given by a bear. Oh, this is great. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, Mr. McMahon, that, like, we're so excited. And the, these steaks are great. And the scotch, oh, it's to die for, I tell you what. I mean, you're really. Yeah, yeah, I know this is cheaper scotch than the one that you're drinking, but still, it's to die for. You're really giving us the kit. Hope it's caboodle, not cool. The yeah. kit and caboodle, sir. And we're, just, we're, we're just excited. So thank oh, you. Man, you're very Boys, good. let's uh, raise a glass to this uh, fruitful partnership we got going on here. Here is to the future. And here's to really sacking it up and talking about raw. To the future yeah, and sacking it up and talking about Raw.
Boys, episode 15. I am Brett Jagger, along with the artist formerly known as Beaumont Rand. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Hello. Cinco. Amigo. Oh, um, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, see, you know. Veinte uno? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Si, si. Okay, so, uh, yeah, yeah. here we are. We're back. Uh, whoa, it's been, a. Uh, Feels like a long time a since long, we've uh, long been back time. here in the yeah. saddle, in the studio. Uh, this mm. nice to be strapped up to these uh, old microphones again. Yeah, yeah. No, I um, as I was driving um, up here today, um, I just you know it, it you know, memories flooded back mm. of uh, we were with Turner, obviously. Uh, yep. And kind of you know what we went through, even though it was difficult, um, it's still like I still look back on it fondly. Of course. Um, so, you know, let's just, I just want to get the sen- sentimentality out of the way. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, not only are we strapped back to the microphones, we're also strapped back to the sauce. Our yeah. first uh, first time we've been drinking during a recording mm-hmm. since uh, episode six since of Santa, Santa Slay Sl- Symphony. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, there were no uh, microphone muffs, no pissed at this or pissed at that or putty put. But we're happy to be back. Very happy. And happy to be covering World Wrestling Entertainment and mm. NXT under the USA undercarriage. Yes, so. yes, yes. Under the USA undercarriage, you know. Uh, well, being under the Turner tarp was like being under a tent, you know. Uh, it's like you know, something under a tent, you know. It's not very comfortable. It's bumpy. You're sleeping on the ground ultimately. Mm-hmm. But when it rains, you hear the rain hit the tarp and it sounds nice and you fall asleep. Being in the USA undercarriage is like being under a real car's undercarriage. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. and like you may be getting run over. Yeah. You know, you may be dying, you know, or getting hurt very badly. What about in the car's undercarriage under a carport? Like that, yeah. Just, That's double protection from yeah, the that, rain. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, it is double protection from the rain, but. Uh, well, we're here, yeah, and we're, here. Uh, we're coming off the heels of a, a wonderful steak dinner with uh, our new boss, Mr. McMahon. And, uh, I mean, I know you said it when he called us, you know, a few weeks ago to, right. off, you know, kind of offer us the job. He loved that reel we sent him. Um, what a kind man. No, I think he is literally the nicest person I've ever met. Yep. You know, I've met a lot of nice people. Yep. Like, I have gone to um, every Salvation Army Santa Claus that has ever stood out in front of Walmart. I've heard that about and you. I've sh- and I've shook their hand. Yep. Um, As one and, and, I, and I've gotten to know them. Yep. And I've, uh, you know, uh, talked to them. Yep. And uh, Mr. McMahon was way nicer than all of them put together. And you know? what uh, a hell of a steak. Mm-hmm. I mean... My yeah, goodness. you know, it was, uh, it's rare, rare, rare. You have a steak that good. It was like our own La Dinner de- <laughs> I mean, uh, we had a nice dinner with uh, Mr. McMahon. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we so, did. It, it, it was uh, meaty. Like well, um, It was of, very meaty. It was meaty. It was raw. It was raw, brother. Yeah. It was, whew. Uh, but yeah, we're, again, we're excited to be here. You know, like Bo said, we went through a lot of bullshit. You know, we had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs, you know. It's a part of our story, but we're putting that behind us and we're trudging forward. Yes, we are. Um, but uh, yeah, if, if you missed it, uh, just one little quick callback. Uh, 
the Brett Jagger Beaumont Rand uh, cut of yeah, Brain, Buster Brain Buster Boys. Boys. Ah, yes. Episode zero, as we put it. Uh, yeah, m- m- much similar to uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. That's right, cut. Um, but not film, only audio, and um, about us talking about wrestling without Batman. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, so it's a little different, um, yeah. but 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 very much similar. It's actually also us talking about us talking about wrestling. Yeah, so it's very meta. I mean, like, this has been an absolute journey with you all. And, and um, a joy. Yeah. and You know, uh, despite the bumps and hardships, you know, it's all been fucking sick. Yeah, and, um, you know, I'm just ecstatic to, con- to be able to continue. To In this new there. era of the Brain Buster Boys. Yes, the, the WWE yes, era, if you yes. will. And, you know, we're going to go through each of the three shows. And, you know, because we're so used to reviewing the old program that we covered, um, you know, and that was one show and we dedicated, what, about 45 minutes an episode or so to it. Now we're going to have three. And, you know, in an effort, we don't want to have our shows necessarily be the length of episode 14. You know, we want to keep it pretty tight and, you know, pretty fun and engaging. So we don't know how this is going to go and the recaps and... You know, it's going to be a, a, you know, a new journey and experience for us. And, you know, we're excited for you all to be along the ride in the undercarriage with us. Yes, we're going on, we're going in blindfolded under the undercarriage. That's right. Like we were kidnapped. That's right. And this is a new, a new age, a new era. And Bo really coming like he did on our old show, our old program that we covered on that other station. Um, you know, you're coming in pretty cold here, not yeah. really knowing these characters and wrestlers. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's like pin the tail on the donkey, but with an auxiliary port. Exactly. You know? like oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. again, back to the root of the show again that we did talk about in the cut. Um, you know, the idea of this came about me as the diehard wrestling fan, Bo as the casual fan coming in. And it's like, now we get to do that again. Mm. And I, you know, kind of tell you about these guys and learn about these guys and women. And, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and uh, um, also, what? sorry, uh, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> one thing that did come out of our, uh, dinner with Mr. McMahon, um, uh, <laughs> The old segment that we had, known as, if you recall, where we go back and re- watch and review an old wrestling match. Based on something you would say, you often, know, normally. Yeah. Which is, which is now changed. Correct. Uh, it is going to be called Total Recall. Total Recall, you know. Not uh, inspired by the film. Well, well apparently the film doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Apparently it doesn't exist according to our new executor. Yes. You know, whatever. Yes. So Total Recall it is. And today's Total Recall, uh, we're going to watch a couple guys that are currently in NXT uh, back in their best or their New Japan days. And that is Kushida versus Kyle O'Reilly, uh, June 7th, 2015, in your favorite tournament, the best of the Super Juniors mm-hmm. final. Uh, this is literally probably a top 25, 30 match of all time for me. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing. I can't wait to no, talk about it. I'm excited to see that. Cause like, you know, I saw Kushida, um, lose this week. Spoiler alert. Nope. And, um, Kyle O'Reilly was just angry and he talked. So I am uh, excited to sick. see. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see like, you know, these big, um, WWE hustlers put themselves to the test in other leagues that we've covered. In the land of the rising sun. Yes, sir. All right, movie time. Oh, whoa, whoa, no, no. Remember, we can't do that here. Oh. Yeah, remember those sponsorships? 
ads we were given. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, so, okay, uh, so, uh, I guess let's uh, do that. Ad time. From the makers of everyone's favorite short-term memory suppressor, Xanax, comes a new way to black out during the middle of the day and deal with this awful, never-ending pandemic head-on. Hand Xanitizer. It comes in two-liter bottles for your social distancing and stay-at-home convenience. Just apply it to your hands, feet, nose, face, shoulders, forearms, private areas, taint, any area where you might use normal hand sanitizer for getting rid of those pesky COVID germs. And along with disinfecting, our newest pharmaceutical product introduces that all-important benzodiazepine straight into your bloodstream for maximum anxiety relief. So now, you can go out and do those things you were too worried about to go do. Things like driving a car, caring for an infant, operating heavy machinery, eating, going out to the bar with some old friends, nailing that work presentation or job interview, performing open heart surgery, getting your second DUI, and last, substitute teaching. But wait, there's more to hand sanitizer. Use it to prank your friends through passing it off as a regular, plain old, boring hand sanitizer, or just apply it to them without them knowing. Warning, hand sanitizer contains benzodiazepines, which, if you just can't hang, can be highly addictive, and if you in fact just can't hang, potentially be fatal during withdrawal. Let's go right in. Let's do it. It's been good. Monday Night Raw! March 22nd, 2021. Uh, we kick off with the WWE champ, I think. Booby Lash. <laughs> Booby Lash. Defeating Sheamus in 11 minutes, 40 seconds. I feel like I just naturally need to start talking fast. Yeah, but that's not how this is going to go. Um, one first note I wrote down was that we didn't notice the commentary. You brought up something like, who are these? And it was just like... Well, I mean, like, I feel like they have them volume-wise turned down a little lower than mm -hmm. AEW does. Um, because AEW's got them cranked up a little bit more. Like, good, hey, everybody, it's it's Wednesday. And like what? Yeah. Um, well, the, the other guys, yeah, they, they have them cranked up a little bit more. Um, and you notice them a lot more prominently and they factor in a little bit more into the plot and the other a guys more are personality too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and these people on the side, I'd ask you who they were. I know who Mimosa Joe is. That's right. That's your boy. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean like we start off with Booby Lashley versus Seamus. Do you even remember the other commentators names? Uh, Mimosa Joe, Tom Phillips and, uh, good Chris. <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> there it is. Byron Saxton. Pretty oh, close. Close, yeah. Chris Saxton. Uh, yeah, so what were you about to say about the booby man? Yeah, well, it was interesting, I thought, in the card that they started off with that. Yeah. Um, because knowing going into this that this would be a three-hour show, I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, we're rolling up with the WWE, like, yeah. champ. Like, the guy who just won it. The guy who, you know, won it off of a elimination chamber that, you know... Fucking push Greg Goldman away from Twitter. Coming. It was like a week or two after yeah. Beat the Miz. But yeah. And then not only that, Sheamus fought Bobby Lashley like a week or two ago on Raw, I think. Yeah. So yeah, quick, you know, rematch, so, but. So a big match. Um, yeah, it was pretty off. good. You know, like it started solid. slow. And we mentioned after the commercial break, it picked up, you know, just two big guys beating the shit out of each other. Like, you know, Sheamus had had the brutal war with Drew McIntyre at Fastlane the night before, so he had the he was wearing the welts. Um, 
It was a competitive match, and Sheamus was working almost the face roll, which he's not right now, so I thought he did a good job of that. Um, I thought Bobby Lashley looked a little sloppy, kind of had a bad power slam at one point. Well, and, and his group was there, the Hurt Business that I learned about. That's yeah. right, yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, after the match, uh, you know, we kind of knew that the Hurt Business, once they got in the ring and started beating up Sheamus, I'm like, oh, well, Drew McIntyre's obviously going to come out and help save him. And, and he obviously did. Yeah. <laughs> Came down to save Sheamus, and he faced off with Bobby Lashley, who we will be facing off with at WrestleMania 37. Yeah, and we will. And um, <laughs> it'll be exciting. Drew McIntyre seemed like, you know, I don't know, like Bobby Lashley and uh, the Hurt Business seemed like they, you know, obviously they were champions. They had a lot of bombast, you know. Yeah. They were very um, obviously healy. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I was entertained. Um, I felt like I knew what was going to happen. That'll you know, like, like 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 as you called it. Um, and, but and but still was a good, decent enough match. Booby, correct, yeah. Um, you know, like, like did well enough. And like Sheamus for being, you know... Like, my sister had a big cardboard cutout of this guy. Oh, you mentioned Like, that. when I was not into WWE, and I was just like, who the fuck is this? Sheamus, yeah. brother. Yeah, but, um, also, you know, I'm glad his star continues to shine. And also MVP at one point just yelling, business, business, business. All right, we got to keep things moving here. Match number two, the, I believe, Raw Women's Champion Asuka defeats Peyton Royce in 11 minutes, 15 seconds. Bo, this was my match of the night. Yeah, no, this was a good match. This was not a plot match at all. Uh, but, like, you know, the previous one, like, could be considered one, like, if you were looking at it through plot match. Glasses. Ro- yeah, glasses, yes. Rose lenses. Yeah, yeah, plot match lenses, you know, um, which you can get. BMLs. At, well, which you can get at Lens Crafters, by the way. Yeah. But, um, yeah, um, there was a lot of, like, good roll-ups, um, two consecutive tap, like, you know. It's, so, I love this. I brought it up, like, Peyton Royce cut this promo last week about wanting an opportunity and it was just very fiery and passionate and real and I always liked her with the Iconics and again haven't been watching this product much lately but I was excited for this match and I thought it delivered like Peyton looked tough she looked badass Mm. determined she had some nice counters looked very slick Um, you know didn't think she was gonna win but damn she put on a hell of a performance yeah and she did and um, I really enjoyed kind of how I guess to go to the other side, Asuka presented herself. Mm. Like, you know, this is the WWE. Asuka played the face great. Oh, in yeah. This and this like, is she my, was awesome. This is great my first selling. time seeing the WWE women's champion. Okay? Correct, yeah. And, like, somebody who comes out in a geisha mask and is, uh-huh. like, having fun, you know, like, it was a really good sign. She's got some swagger. Yeah, to yeah. Her. Yeah, well, like, you know, for being about 30 minutes into this three hour show. <laughs> Like, in seeing this, I was just like, okay, this is going to be fun. Yeah, and you know, this, and, to um, me, was the, the peak of the night. Yeah, yeah, That's and like, no, I thought she was, you know, really good. And then, obviously, we have the end where Rhea Ripley comes out. This and, is my brutality! Yeah, yeah, fucking love her! Yeah, I know you do. And uh, <laughs> or Did you have more to add? <laughs> no, I mean, you know, she looked like she was there to beat someone up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, love her. Uh, very excited about this. I think yeah. her versus Asuka should be amazing. Apparently, Charlotte Flair mm-hmm. uh, actually initially challenged Asuka but tested positive for COVID. Uh, so who knows where she may fit into WrestleMania. Uh, but, man, yeah, just excited to... For our Raw debut to also be mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley's Raw debut. And we can match our trajectory versus hers. And uh, mm-hmm. But no, just she looks badass. She's tough. Like, love Rhea Ripley. And I'm excited for you to get to see her. Yeah, we're the same person, essentially. That's correct. 
Um, also, we forgot to mention before this match, we get our first mention of Randy Orton summoning the Fiend. No, the first time we've um, ever, uh, never gotten on the bus. You know, getting up in the morning. The wheels the are on the bus. Yeah, okay. the wheels turn, and round then your bus driver takes you, you might to a place hear, they call school. You might hear a honk honk. Yeah, yeah, and then you go to the school of booking by Randy Orton. That's correct. So, unfortunately, you know, guys, Don Callis went to the Randy Orton school of booking. Once your mind is made up, it's always made up. There's no going back. Thank, thank you, Scott DeMore, for that term. Like, I gotta say. <laughs> the Randy Orton School of Booking, Booking. which we're still not 100% certain yeah, what Scott, it is. Scott, if you could, like, give us a call in, like, one of our next few episodes and explain that, that would be killer. Yeah, our buddies. Because, because like, it's stuck with the Starlin, you yeah, know? <laughs> uh, but, no, so we're going to get Randy Orton summoning the Fiend, which we'll hear... About 17 times throughout the duration of the program before it happens and lets you down. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yes, I note here that uh, there were two matches in the first hour. Uh, we have Adam Pierce, who uh, mentions to Drew McIntyre that he has to fight uh, the Hurt Business guys, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, in a handicap match. And Drew wants some stakes, and not some stakes like we had with Mr. McMahon, but some stakes to the match. And if Drew wins tonight, then those two cats will be banned from ringside at WrestleMania. Their result is equally as rare as the stakes we had. That is correct. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, so uh, moments ago, so we get our quick Rhea Ripley Oscar recap that just took about five minutes after the commercial that we just saw. So just eating up some more time on this program. Well, you know, Grizzly knows best, and we have to, like, you know. Todd Grizzly does know best. Man, I did not miss those commercials. Oh, fuck. So, uh... They were setting up the ring for Miz TV, and you're like, what in the hell is going on here? Yeah, and, um, are we, and I'm are, like, welcome are, to the show, are, brother. Are, are we ready to talk about Miz TV? We are. Okay, so I wrote um, in my notes, Miz TV, arrow, WTF, eight letters. Okay. And that's what I wrote. Um, like, okay. John Morrison looked fucking cooked, Well, he by did. The way. Well, what and, happened to that guy? Well, I don't know, like... He seemed like he was the person I was supposed to like understand because the Miz was up there and he was just like, whoa, I'm pissed off and a pity pet and a putty putty poo. You know? And, yep. he, and he was just upset about a bad bunny. About, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate bad bunny. Yeah, yeah. He, he was mad about like the rapper who'd been on the show. And then um, John Morrison, Craig. Yeah. John, John, John Gar- Cookie Rojas Morrison. Yeah, John Garrison, like, you know, could have liked the principal. I don't know. He just kind of. Was the emphasizer here. And just like, if you'd known John Morrison previously, he's never acted like that. And yeah. I haven't been, but like, uh, yeah, what I, I wrote something dumb down. He said, uh, man, that, now that was a smash hit about like hitting some, and just the way he was talking and the haircut, like he's better than that. He's dude. better. Would like, you say it's a slight heel pivot? I mean, they are just heels, but they're like too goofy right now. Yeah. Like, I love The Miz. I really do. But like, whatever they're doing right now, I don't like. And yeah. Morrison was Johnny Mundo and Lucha Underground. He was awesome in WWE in like 2009-10. was good. Like, to see him like that, and I know he's at the t- you know later stages of his career, but it's like, yeah, he's cooked. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this segment just kind of stunk. But we can... Next week, uh, the premiere of their music video, Hey Hey, Hop Hop. What'd you think about that? Uh, Remember well, they were in the fucking bunny suits and it yeah. was just dreadful? Well, I know Greg Goldman's going to love it. 
Oh, I'm sure he yeah, is. Yeah, no, Greg Goldman is going to, like, swoon to that motherfucker. Sonic. All right. And then The Miz challenged Bad Bunny to a match at WrestleMania. Yeah, which is happening, which I, which is an article on Pitchfork. Wow. Surprisingly, yeah. I mean, and, yeah, Bad Bunny's a big deal, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and he fought Jeff Harvey. Yeah, here. so, yeah, Miz defeats Jeff Harvey in um, four minutes and 20 seconds. That's pretty funny. Uh, um <laughs> And, uh, yeah, there was really nothing to say here other than I did write that Jeff Harvey told Morrison to go to the back if you're a real man in his dumb Jeff Hardy, Harvey voice. Um, yeah, Miz won. It was stupid. And Bad Bunny hit his own smash hit on Miz with a guitar, guitar from behind and said, you know what, I accept your challenge, bitch. Yeah, you know, not very consequential outside of booking for WrestleMania. Correct. Um, I mean, I'll go ahead and say this is a plot match. Mm-hmm. You know, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, it took us forever to get there. Um, and uh, ultimately, it was meant to lead to another, you know, thing that was going to happen in another episode. Yep. So, yeah. And then we get real quick backstage Matt Riddle scooting by AJ Styled and Omas. And he called him Skipper, which he was the captain of the Survivor Series team. Just, I actually think this Matt Riddle shit is funny. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people on Twitter don't, but more to come on that later. And Styles is with Omas. Um, saying they're going to put them through the ring at WrestleMania, I think, mm-hmm. and that they can't lose. And at some point, they start calling him the Colossus Omas. And I'm like, why isn't it the Colossus Omasus? Yeah, apparently they just don't like alliteration in WWE. That guy's fucking huge, though, well, isn't that, he? Well, they, that's why they don't call him Vincis McManus. That's that's a great point. Mm-hmm. You mean Mr. McManus? Mysterious McManus. There it is. Yes. I, I, I apologize. It's okay. Zize. <laughs> to the nines. Uh, yeah, so that leads into Kofi Kingston defeating AJ Styles in 13 minutes, 55 seconds. A match. I really like both guys, and the match was fine. This is my first time seeing AJ Styles. Ever. Wow, yeah. You've yeah, heard yeah. a lot about him, yeah. Yes, I have, yeah. yeah. And, What'd uh, you think I, before I fucking... Um, I thought his character kind of, like, lowered the bar a little bit. Because I thought fair. I thought his character was all like, ah, like I'm gonna, I got the big guy next to me, and I'm going to kick your ass. And, and, then he's, the, and so, he's from Georgia, so yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. that and, 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 and um, New Day was just funnier. Like, those guys were just a lot more funny and had a lot more, like, pop to them. A lot of chop. But, like, when it came down to wrestling, AJ Styles was good. One of the best. You know, yeah, yeah. One of the best to ever lace him up. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, 43 now, but he still can fucking go. Which, like, you know, to veer from his character like that, like, I thought that was really, you know, it's like, I feel like he was written to suck. Yep. But he doesn't suck. We're going to have some future total recalls with AJ Styles, that's for sure. But I was surprised he lost this match. Um... But again, like there was some, uh, the, oh, Woods played the trombone, remember? The, yeah, the <laughs> Which was actually pretty funny. And they had the cool Unicorn Mortal Kombat logo. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was crying. Um, again, the match was fine. I guess I wish it would have been a little better having gotten 14 minutes, and I really like those guys, but uh, it was fine. And uh, yeah, I'm glad you got introduced to both of those guys. Yeah, no, so. I... No, I um... I enjoyed that one. Uh, excuse me. And then we get uh, Seamus backstage being interviewed by some Irish dude, some other Irish dude that I'd never seen before. And vroom, Matt Riddle scoots by again, and he's asking just a bunch of dumb questions. I don't know. Bunch even of like, remember. what do you dream about? Yeah, you know, it's great. Right? Dumb you... pothead goofy shit, but it was geeking me out. And he talked about how he just got his wheels greased up, and then Seamus grabs, oh, you just got the wheels greased up, huh, fella? And just nailed him with it. And hit him multiple times. It's like, was it something I said, bro? Just dumb, cheap humor. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. 
Yeah, yeah. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Mr. McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you. No, I mean it genuinely. I do too. I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Which leads to our handicap match: Drew McIntyre defeating the Hoyt business, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin in 13 minutes and 10 seconds. Which means that they can't be at ringside during Booby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, you know, pretty fun uh, handicap match. Two fucking monster claymores at the end. He yeah, that's what I'm saying. The claymore, the, the, the yeah. claymore is a cool fucking move. <laughs> yeah. It really is. It, it's like you know, if the big leg drop were cool. <laughs> Times five. Times five, yeah. You know, like it like is, he nailed Alexander for the win and he yeah. got the full flip of like Alexander had a match against Kota Bushi in twenty sixteen. No deal, it's meal. But uh yeah, the Claymore Fox. I also wrote down here that the Glasgow Kiss headbutt. He nailed one of them with the headbutt I thought yeah. was tight. Uh yeah, we knew Drew was gonna win and you know, Drew versus Bobby Lashley is gonna be tight. Uh and, and this is like their second match, and you know, because they fought recently, correct? Drew or, and Lashley have not. Oh, yet. So, no. so so they fought in, elimina- in the elimination no, chamber. No, correct? so what? Drew lost the belt to Miz in the elimination. Ah, or, okay. Sorry, Drew won elimination chamber. Miz cashed in Money in the Bank, which is a contract you can cash in at any point for a title shot. So like the point is, you want to do it when they're like beaten down, like after a match. It's a whole thing. We'll get into it. So you get it, Miz cashed in, he won the title. So it's like a cheap way to do it, but yeah. it's it's a thing. And then Lashley won the belt like two weeks after on Raw. So like Miz was like, it was like Miz was the transitional champ. Oh, so I get and why. that's what I, I, drove I, I, Greg I, I, Goldman away I, 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 was when Miz why, why, beat Drew for the title well, well, in a cheap way. Well, why he said, fuck you, Vince, and fuck you, Bruce. That's correct. So uh. that was that. So they basically used Miz as the transition to Lashley so he didn't have to fight Drew to keep this match fresh. So it's going to be tight. But uh, I just read a note here, and we haven't talked about the Thunderdome yet. Just in the middle of this match, Tom Phillips is just like, what a night inside the Thunderdome! Would you agree? Oh, man. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, it could be a day, it could be an afternoon, it could be a weekend. You know, like it could be anything. All we know is we were in the Thunderdome. Yeah, and there were squares of people. Watching. What do you think about the Thunderdome, brother? Uh, you know, I'm glad people get to participate. I guess, mm. um, but uh, I do think the atmosphere seems a little uh, deflating. Bunk. Yeah, it's I really, bunky. really like what the other company does better. Yeah, I agree. Um, so. Uh, then we get uh, Lashley back in the, uh, so he's like ripping on the Hurt Business because they lost the match, and he says he's going to find someone who can get the job done. And he goes into the jobber locker room, tells basically them, anyone who takes out McIntyre before WrestleMania gets a title shot. So that'll be kind of a story that they run with here. So jobbers will be aiming for his legs. Should be fun. I... Uh, tag match, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler defeat Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose in 2 minutes 45 seconds, but this was the Reginald show. That yeah, guy was just flipping all no, around. Yeah. Oh, he, oh, he was all over the place. Yeah, just you know? in, just going in the ring during the match. Well, my, my, my first name is actually Reginald. That's correct, yeah. Yeah, so I relate to him in that way. Well, maybe since I can't call you Bmont anymore, and I've been calling you Bo. Well, we'll have to ask Mr. McMahon if I can call you Reginald, but I, I would assume not since he has his own Reginald. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to text him. Yeah. So, yeah, it was the Reginald show. I think he, uh, you know, distracted Mandy at one point and then they lost. Yeah. Yep. And then we had Shane McMahon. 
Oh God! Here comes the money. This was my favorite part of the show. <laughs> then just tell us about it. Oh yes. So uh, here's what happens. Uh, Shane McMahon comes out with uh, Elias and. Uh, I think the other guy's name is Jackson Riker. Jackson Riker. No, <laughs> Commander Riker. Yeah. Elias and Commander Riker uh, from Star Trek Next Generation come mm-hmm. out. And Shane McMahon's like, oh, you got your guitar. Yeah. And then Elias is like, yes, I got my guitar. And he strums it. And they sing us a song. And then... Uh, I think it was called Braun Strowman is Stupid or yeah, something Yeah, and like it that. goes, Braun Strowman is Stupid. Yeah. Braun Strowman is stupid. He drinks stupid soup. He's a big dumb dumb head. He is in the pit of stew. He's more cashed than Chad. His name is Braun. And, and that's how the song went. That's and exactly like, you know, how it that's went. exactly how it went. Like that is like an exact musical transcription of the treble and bass clef. I agree. And uh, you know, I thought it was a very strong song. But I thought the lyrics blighted a bit, you yeah, know. Just I thought I, I, I thought it like really undercut the seriousness of the music. Okay, I agree. Yeah, because like you know, like yes, Shane can write a song, and I've I came out feeling a little bad for Braun Strowman. Yeah. If it, you well, well, I did, and like you know, like I I, I wanted you know, well, Shane was hurt too. He was on he was hobbled on his crutches, you know, and so like. Yes, you were supposed to feel bad for Shane. You know, mm. I did feel bad for Shane because... I don't you think know. you are because he's the heel here. Well, I mean, like... <laughs> I know, like... But maybe since he's our boss's well, son... Well, listen, like, if Mr. McMahon's son can write a good song, the Mr. McMahon's son... Can write a good song. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think so, that's all we need to really say about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, did we go to school? Well, no, we at least had the match... Which, the only reason to note Braun Strowman defeating Elias in three minutes, five seconds is, I guess that they've been building up this Strowman Express thing, mm-hmm. but that this was the first time you heard the train noises. Yeah, like, yeah, like the diesel. Which, it was yeah. coming on, like, toot, toot, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And, yeah, like, yeah, people yeah. on Twitter were losing it. Like, this is the dumbest shit, and it was, but I, I just didn't realize that was the first time and that it was intentional. Oh, Dios mio. Let's go to school, brother. Let's go to school, to the Randy Orton School of Booking. <laughs> Featuring The Fiend and Alexa Bliss. Yeah, Coming a- off Alexa Bliss defeating Randy Orton in a singles match at Coming, Fast Lane. Coming off Harley Quinn defeating Lame Batman. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, remember he came out with a bag and Tom Phillips like, what in the hell is in Randy Orton's hand? Yeah, and it was, uh, <clears throat> wasn't anything? What was it again? Shit, what was in there? Um, oh, gasoline. Oh, <laughs> that, 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 that he didn't use it at all with, because he burnt him last week, didn't he? Well, no, he tried. No, he had burnt him like three months ago. Or so. Okay. so this is the fiend coming back from being burned alive. Oh, okay. So, so he's trying to burn him alive again. Is what's happening. Which, like, Randy Orton should have known that was a storybook mistake. While he's at school. Yeah, while he's at school. In a past Randy Orton-Bray Wyatt feud in 2017, which led to WrestleMania 33 that I was at, and the match was dog shit, but the build was amazing, Randy Orton burned down Bray Wyatt's cabin in the woods. really. With Sister Abigail in it. And uh, so now he's trying to burn him alive for a second time. So that's where this feud is at. Mm, Yeah, and... uh, (laughs) 
you know, it was fun. Um, it was good to go to school and, yeah. and to see The Fiend and to uh, think about what the implications of that were. Um, and there were a lot of them. Yep. And I guess they're going to have a match at WrestleMania. Exciting. Which is probably not going to be that good. Because Alexa Bliss pointed to it, to the WrestleMania sign, and it lit on fire. And then they immediately put up the match graphic. And then the show ended, thankfully. Oh, man. Hello, this is the Brain Buster Boys. Howdy! Hey, boys. Triple H here. How are you doing? Oh, hell yeah, dude. H, how are you, brother? Good to hear from you. Hey, uh, H-Cubed. How are you? It's good to hear from you, too. So, uh, how was dinner with Vince? Uh, Uh, It was interesting. it was good. good. Yeah, yeah it was good. The, the, the steak. Great good. steak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tremendous yeah, steaks. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, it was. He is, uh, uh-huh. as you know, an interesting man. Yeah, yeah. A kind, very, compassionate. Very man. kind and compassionate in, in, in forthright. But um, yeah, it was a bit interesting. Um, you know, as I guess you may expect, he definitely uh, had some interesting ideas about our show. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was a very uh, uh, involved. Yeah, but it was a good meal, and uh, you know we're excited to be on board. Obviously, we're real, you know, we're jazzed to get going with you guys 100%. for sure. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, it can be uh, so. What I'm looking for uh, a little cumbersome, right? Mm, yeah. yeah, that's one way of yeah, putting it for sure. Very, very excellent word. Yeah, there. absolutely. H H H. So um, I'm very happy with you guys to be on board too. So uh, don't take any of this. You know, any of his changes personal, he does this all the time. If you watch the product, I'm sure you know on a week to week basis, it's oh, you can yeah. never keep up with it. I mean, I know I can, and I work there, goddammit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we feel you raw. Yeah. Watching raw the other night was uh interesting, it, it was for sure. It was raw, yeah, it was raw. It was I, raw. I like the meat, yeah, it's not cooked. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, you'll get used to it. I mean, right. Uh, maybe, but uh, thanks again for covering the main roster. I know you boys are excited about covering NXT, right? Oh, yeah. We, Heck yeah. <laughs> you know that's why we're here. So, uh, percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we, we're jazzed. I don't I know. It. Yeah, we're fired up. Perfect. Good, good. We got some good stuff coming up. LA Knight's first match coming up this week. We're really excited for him. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I saw a little bit of his work as Eli Drake you know, and Impact. Eli, Eli Drake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eli Drake. Is, and, yeah, uh, he seems to be on the rise and uh, very intrigued by him, for sure. Yeah, and should, should be funny. I bet he'll probably win his first match. Yeah, you, you would think, think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just book it. But uh, uh, we also have uh, the likes of Karrion Cross, Finn Balor. Walter's back. Oh, yeah, I'm very excited about Austrian the guy. ring general. Yeah, absolutely. It's the guy like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right? Yeah, he's yeah, a yeah, monster. monster. Love yeah. that guy. Yeah, so yeah, man. We are we're hyped for sure. Excellent. I can't wait to see what you boys got this week. But That's listen, cool. anything you guys need, don't hesitate one second to call, all right? All right. Sure, man. That like, sounds great. You have been like nothing but the best yeah. since this entire uh, interesting process has started for us. Yeah. So thanks so, for thanks for making it like comfortable and smooth. And thanks uh, for having our backs for yeah. real. We appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, I think you know things with Vince were good. They ended good, so you know shouldn't be any yeah. issues there. But we'll certainly keep you posted. Uh, 
you know, if he has some some comments for us, so to speak. But we're just going to keep doing our own thing and uh, hold our heads high. And, yeah, yeah, we look we look forward to sending it to you later this week. Mm. All right, boys. Holler at me anytime. You truly are the best. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Wow. Looking forward to hearing the show this next week. Well, let's uh, go in. What was the date yesterday? 323. Uh, March 24th, uh, NXT, uh, which is why we are here. Greg Goldman's NXT. New York favorite's favorite. Yes. Yeah, uh, just right off the top, um, your thoughts as a whole NXT compared to Raw, just as a television Um, show. A a little bit more intimate, um, just like kind of just uh, more focused. Mm-hmm. You know, Raw just seemed it. a little bit more untamed and a little bit more bloated. And there was just, you know, matches and then stuff and people talking about stuff and blah, 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 blah. It's like an untamed Impala. Yeah, an untamed Impala. Yeah, you know, they just kind of let it go. But then NXT was tightened a little bit. And and I think I understood, you know, just... I don't know. Like, it reminded me a little bit of what we've been doing. Yeah, and, like, and, good and, storytelling. Yeah, good, I, I, you know. I, I felt at home. I w- yeah, I will say the other program, like, the matches on that program last night were sensational compared to NXT, but it was still good. <laughs> but the storytelling in NXT this week was great, and we got a lot of build to NXT stand NXT stand and deliver, takeover, bullshit, whatever. How can we reach these kids? How can we reach these kids? And we reached them by starting with Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez defeating uh, NXT Women's Champion Io Shirai and the newcomer Zoe Stark in 11 minutes, 43 seconds. This was all about building up Raquel Gonzalez as a bad woman. Yeah, and it was all about building up the ref, too. (laughs) Don't do it! Don't do it! He kept saying, don't you do it! Don't you do it! Don't you do it! Don't you do it! And what was what exactly was that too? I can't remember. Oh man, I think it was at the end. When close she to the was end about match. to put her through a table. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the ref was just like, "Don't do it! Don't do it!" Yeah, don't it was before because I have it written down after she slammed Zoe Stark for the win. And again, good mat, pretty good match here for sure. Um, just some pure devastation by Raquel Gonzalez. Again, this was all about building her up as a very big contender oh yeah no she's got like a big title she's got a title she's fighting Io Shirai at stand and deliver for the title main eventing night one actually it's gonna be sick but yeah don't you do it don't you do it right before she fucking slammed her not even through the table just on the table um ouchie that hurt the Uh, table didn't break I hope they have self-control yep but yeah looking forward to everything to come from Io and Raquel yeah it was exciting I I, that was a great first match agreed like a like an opening match to the other program, but with the women. Um, mm-hmm. Then we get footage of Adam Cole, baby, yelling "son of a bitch" at Kyle O'Reilly. And he hit Kyle O'Reilly in his training facility on security cam, and like O'Reilly fucking charged him and mounted him and was just fucking wailing on him. It was sick. Um, there was just some yelling and screaming, and they broke it up. But like that was kind of your first peek into this. I mean, I mean, I mean, that, I mean that, that was obviously like dropping or planting the seeds for what happened at the end, which seemed pretty, which was a pretty effective thing to um, for them to do. 
I thought. Um, okay, and then we went to Kyle O'Reilly being interviewed, and it was interrupted by his old Undisputed Era brethren, Kyle Sh- Kyle Strong. Roderick Strong, I'm already turning into you. Mm-hmm. Um, and O'Reilly basically says, there is no us, this is between me and Adam. And uh, Roddy says, you can both go to hell. Yeah, eat your double hockey stick. That's a terrible place to condemn those guys, too. It sure is. Um, and then we got a promo from your guy, L.A. Knight. Los Angeles Knight um, rode his horse on his steed, and he yelled at the camera is what I wrote here. L.A. Knight, the arena football squad, right? Oh, yeah. No, they sound like a big arena football team. <laughs> yeah, let me just get this out of the way. Like, uh, I uh, haven't seen much Eli Drake from his time in Impact and NWA and wherever, but I always liked what I saw. Great talker, great charisma, looks great. A lot of chutzpah. A lot of chutzpah. Uh, that might have been Bronson Reed, actually. But uh, <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah. No, it totally was. Never. No, no, that's no, okay. No. Um, but I haven't seen him wrestle much, and that's not even really what I'm going to talk about yet. But I'm excited about him. But I just don't like the name L.A. Knight. Yeah. I th- I, because it sounds like an arena football team. Well, yeah, like it, 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 it's very generic. Like, yeah. like, I don't think you need to have a guy in this wrestling association called L.A. Knight. I think you can have a guy named Eli Drake. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. but I, but I don't think you need a guy named L.A. Knight I like, agree. coming in, you know. And I think, like, but when like, he came like, out, I like the look. I like the presentation. I like the music. I like that they're kind of building him up as this mega star, and he ended up losing, you know, as we'll get it. Like, love surprising. it all. You were surprised. Very surprised. Yeah. I love it all. Just don't like the name. But I don't, like, hate the name. I don't despise the name. So I'm fine. I just had to get that out. But yeah, he lost to Bronson Reed in 8 minutes 42 seconds. Bronson Reed, he who has a lot of chutzpah on yeah, his strikes. Yeah, yeah, chutzpah. Um, yes, I was very surprised about this because what little I, I watched NXT a bit the past few weeks and heard how much they kept building him up and building him up. He's a megastar. He's the next big thing, whatever. And again, he's got the look. He's got everything. And he lost. Yeah, and that was didn't. surprising. And I was actually very happy because like, that's a you kind of knock him down right off well, the bat. It's a very gatekeeper-y loss. Like you yeah. know, it's like you know somebody comes in and they want to make their be- their roster seem a little bit better versus like someone from the outside coming in yep. and just like Good winning call. over their guys. So like it seems like it makes sense from a logistical perspective. Absolutely, great booking by our good friend Triple H for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also refer to this as a short boot match, an SBM, because both these guys had really short boots, which you don't see very often. I thought that was tight, but. Uh, just good action in this match, too, you know. Ronzo sumoed him off the top rope and, yeah. like, beat him. Yeah, he, like, pushed him down and, like, big splashed him. And, yeah, yeah good stuff. And, you know, in, net, more intrigued now to see where L.A. Knight goes from here. I mean, perhaps a rematch. I mean, the stand and deliver cards seem pretty cool. But, yeah, I love it. Um, <clears throat> and then we get, I have more things to say about this guy, Karrion Cross, Kind of. Well, same thing in the fact that I love the presentation. His entrance is amazing. I fucking love Scarlett. She's beautiful. She plays that role so well. Um, love all that. It's great. Don't like the guy. <laughs> Don't like the guy as a wrestler. When they, gave him the, when they gave him the microphone, it, and it, that, it, it got very awkward. <laughs> and that's know? the thing, yeah. man. I hadn't even really heard him talk much. And like... 
that kind of just solidified it even more for me that I just don't like this guy. Yeah, he had things to say about, about Finn the, Balor yeah, and, and the NXT Championship. Yes, and the match that was over and the one that was yet to come. And then Finn Balor came out with his smooth Irish motherfucking accent and, and just and, smoked and, him on the mic. And his nice abs. Without and, his emotion and, and his yeah, beautiful yeah, fucking officers. sculpted yeah, abs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but British the, police officers. But the match, Karrion DeCross defeated Bald Micah, Oni Lorcan, in five minutes, 58 seconds. <laughs> Oni Lorcan loved the guy. He put up a hell of a fight. I mean, Oni, oh my. Oni, yeah. oh my. Lorcan. Uh, yes. Uh, he's upset because uh, Cross and Finn, I don't remember which one, hurt Danny Burch, his tag partner, which forced he and Lorcan to vacate the tag titles, which stinks. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, quick little match. You know, Cross is fine, whatever. He did the Saito suplex. And yeah, remember the move? It was just like an elbow to the back of the oh, head. Oh, yeah, that's all it was, the one. Which yeah. it just wasn't that great. But yeah, uh, not, very, not a good climactic, you know, like a, like a super move. But Finn um, Balor came out. And remember, Oni Lorcan was just cast on the rampway and just walked over him. Oh, he <laughs> did. Yeah, he was just laying there, like, wallowing. In and pain. basically, like, you know... I had emotion. Some call it demons, which is a callback to that shirt of his I was wearing last night. And he's like, it wasn't until I controlled my emotion and became cold, that's when I became untouchable in this ring. And man, like, ever since he did turn heel and now he's, like, kind of face back, which is tight but badass, like, he has been the best in his career, in my opinion. And just fucking outclassed Karrion Cross on the microphone, for sure. And... Fuck, I really want Finn to retain it, stand and deliver, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah, no, that seems like it's going to be a pretty epic match. I, I think so. All in all. What do you think about Finn Balor? Just what uh, you no, saw. I mean, like, you know. It wasn't much, you know, but you got. For, for being a smaller person compared to, like, these big dudes who like to talk like this. Yep. You know, uh, he seemed to have a lot of presence. And, you know, I look forward to seeing him in the ring. Yes, you know, sir. based upon, like, that sort of more knifey. Presence versus like the bigger like ooh, yep. doo, 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 doo. also you know, a new yeah. Japan alum also the inaugural leader of the Bullet Club huh? founded the Bullet Club really he did correct as Prince Devitt was his character him wow. uh, the Good Brothers were like I don't know if they were original but they were right behind, they were like a second third member or yeah I don't know but yeah Very he close. founded it red. Walter, Walter, the ring general. Fucking love this guy. Defeats Drake Maverick by referee's decision in a robust 23 seconds. Squash match. I enjoyed this match. Yo, I had, fuck yeah. You know, I wanted him to like give him a big titty twister. Like lift him <laughs> up and just like, you know, like, I don't know. Like I thought that, like I knew this was going to be an ass whooping and uh, it was very enjoyable to see like that dude just. Dude, he's yeah. so sick. All I wrote was throw down, thrown down, power bomb, single crab, game over. Red. Yeah, that was 23 it. seconds. That, that's a great description. And then we get Tommaso Ciampa, who has aged about 40 years since I've seen him. Um, but I love this guy. And it's weird seeing him as a baby face because, like, man, he was one of my fucking guys in his 2018 heel run. He was probably the best heel in the world. I mean, Jay White was right there with him. He's since eclipsed him. But, yeah, Champa was the guy. And he challenges Walter to an NXT UK title match, which Walter's had the belt for, like, 720 days and defended it maybe, like, five times. Um, 
Walter basically just walks away. And yeah. Fuck you. And then Champa slaps him. And then mm-hmm. the Imperium guys fuck him up. And uh, he accepts the match. Yeah. So that should be pretty exciting. I re- yeah, man. It, I'm excited for you to see Walter. And I'm excited to see Champa as a face. And I feel like I just haven't seen the guy in a consequential match in like two years. So. Yeah. Excited. And then we get the king of chowder, Robert Stone, uh, paying off Mercedes Martinez backstage to be Aaliyah's tag team partner. Yeah, and um, she accepted it. She um, did. Ba- ba- contention upon another payment. Yep. Yeah, which, so uh, it was only half. Yeah. So she went up against Ember Moon in Shozy Blackheart, correct? Yeah. Shotzi. Shotzi. <laughs> Your NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Uh, defeated Aaliyah and Mercedes Martinez in 3 minutes 53 seconds. But real quick before that, we got NXT North American champion Johnny Gargano going into the office of your boy, William Regal, a.k.a. Michael Adams. Michael Adams, which last night as we were watching, you know, Regal was on the screen and he was... No, he he was on the screen and his name popped up and it disappeared. Yeah. And it like comes back on and I'm just like... Oh, hey, is that Michael Adams? Yeah, what's his name? Michael Adams? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, literally, just not even close. Not even in the same fucking ballpark. Like, I guess maybe you thought it sounded British. But, but, I don't but, but, know. But now, but now it's what we're going to call now him. It's, that's, now it's Michael Adams. Now so, Michael at least Adams. wanted to get that out of the way. Gargano was pissed about the Battle Royal. A 12-man Battle Royal to get to a six-man gauntlet match to get to a number one contender... Johnny doesn't have enough time to review to review the tape, so uh, that's all going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, but so Michael seems, Adams shows up later in the show. Seems a bit cumbersome, but yeah, Michael mm-hmm. Adams. So uh, yeah, the tag mat, women's tag match, uh, it was fine while it lasted. I love me some Shotzi Blackheart, baby. Uh, yeah, yeah, they were a lot of fun. We got Chowder King, Robert Stone. He threw his jacket. He threw his shoes. Mm-hmm. I like this guy. He's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and... Then we had Cameron Grimes backstage. Uh, this is one of my favorite parts of the yeah. show. <laughs> well, take the take the take the Roman. Oh man. man! So he was there, and he was with uh, what's his name? Roddy Strong. Roddy Your Strong, boy. and he was and he was like, "Hey, Roddy Strong, uh, I made a lot of money, and I'm wearing a top hat, and I have a beard and a hairy chest." And Roddy Strong was like, "I don't care." Well, and he's like, "I want your intellectual property. He's like, I want we're going to make a lot of yeah, money." Yeah, together. yeah, yeah. And he tried to like buy him up, and Roddy Strong was like, "No." And then he kept trying to buy him up. And he said, we're going to take you to the moon. To the moon. And <laughs> I mean, like, it, it was a great it hit. Was tight, I mean, yeah. you know, like, I I almost felt like I saw a rose explode. Oh, well, we can't talk about that here. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm excited for us to get into Cameron Grimes. Because, like, yeah, you know, he's a fun cat. The bits yeah, I've yeah. watched of him on NXT, big fan of that guy. Yeah, yeah now yeah, he's like rich. Too. So. Exciting um, to see that character fill out. Yep. And then we get... My match of the night, and that is Jordan Devlin. I guess it's the main event match. Jordan Devlin, one half of the NXT Cruiserweight Champions, defeating Kushida in 9 minutes, 28 seconds. Um, just a fucking smooth-ass match here, man. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah, like, like this was short, but, wh- you know, about nine minutes. But while it lasted, it was great. It had the outside interference from Legato Del Fantasma, but... Uh, Man, this just made me craving like another like give me fifteen minutes with these two and show me what they can do. Yeah, no, this was very like it was a very uh, jumpy match. I thought yep. you know cruiserweight small guys. Um, 
you know, a couple of moonsaults. It was good. And then you said um, Devlin jumping counter into moonsault. Yeah. The so, commercial, which was my favorite part. Yeah. So he like Kushida like slid under and he like jumped up and in one motion moonsaulted just so fluidly. Yeah. yeah. Just, just a very good springy match. Something that reminded me of stuff from the old days. I I agree. Uh, and Devlin got the win with the Zack Sabre Jr. like pin. Uh, and then Kushida nearly killed himself doing a moon or a flip out of the ring to take out Legato Del Fantasma. Mm. Almost hit his head on yeah, the apron. Yeah, that was scary. Yeah. Uh, but then we had the two cruiserweight champions, um, Devlin and Santos Escobar, facing off, and we get um, just a sexy boy, sexy boy. Shawn Michaels, HBK comes out, doesn't say a word, gets out a ladder, slides it in the ring, and walks away. Which I mentioned was a callback to his WrestleMania 10 match against Razor Ramon. Incredible ladder match where there were two belts dangling because Michaels had a fake Intercontinental title. So here we go. Ladder match. Stand and deliver. Yeah, that seems pretty excited. I hope they uh, stand and I hope they deliver. I think they will. I can't wait. And, oh, and there was also Adam Cole coming out for the final segment here. Table, the table to table. Oh, no, the, the, the Kyle O'Reilly, Michael Adams, Adam Cole mediation. But, yes, and before that we had the Adam Cole, Shawn Michaels quick little stare down. And oh, I mentioned wow. that a lot of okay, people yeah, have yeah. kind of, you know, compared Adam Cole to Shawn Michaels. So just a cool little moment. But, yeah, we had, uh, what did you call it? The Kyle O'Reilly, Michael Adams, Adam Cole mediation. Yeah, so they really dug into the past and Undisputed Era, and it was really, you know, Adam Cole basically saying he had a revelation and uh, he didn't need Undisputed Era, and his O'Reilly lost the NXT title twice and tried to defend Finn Balor after that, and uh, he just didn't like that. He called Kyle O'Reilly a lapdog and a sidekick, and uh, he said, I'm the best, and you'd be nowhere without me, and I had me, 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 me. You're nothing. Yeah, and then um, Michael Adams said, well, what do you think, Kylo? <laughs> and then Kylo said, well, that upsets me too. That um, you know bothered me to, um, in a deep and essential way. Um, Adam, uh, I wish you wouldn't have hit me the other day. I wish you would be nicer. Um, I may or may not fight you at our next event. Um, and, uh, I'm upset and, uh, you're a butthole. I think you nailed it, Yeah. but I have a few other things that you missed, but you fucking, na- no, uh, incredible. But, uh, there were two lines that you did miss, but they were, we became champs and stars, but only one of us became a better human being, Kyle O'Reilly. And... He said Adam Cole was just some asshole who walked in here three and a half years ago. Oh, man. And they got face-to-face before they stand Oh, yeah. Well, and they, they, and they were getting broken apart, and then Adams was like uh, nowhere to be found. He, he pooped. Yep. But that match is going to be sick. Stand and deliver is going to be fucking sick. Like, I said it so many times last night. Like, man, this card is awesome. Yeah, it's a great good. It's a very good card. Very good card. Very I good. can't wait. And uh, this has been very good. This has been excellent. Okay. I think we're good. Do you feel like your career is stuck in neutral or perhaps going in reverse? The losses keep piling up and you hear your name getting called less and less. You've been considering hanging up the boots, those same boots out of which you've been sucking down some liquor. Well, fear not. We've got just the thing to get you and your career right back on track. Lace those liquor-soaked boots up and grab yourself a piping hot glass of Jobber Juice. Jobber Juice, 
from Forkus Brands. It's served up piping hot, just like your career will be after ingestion. This delicious scorcher of a beverage will give you the courage to kick out it too. Talk back to the promoter, or leave a stinky storm back in the locker room. Jobber Juice comes in three amazing flavors. Burning Hot Bread, Smoking Cinnamon Sizzler, or Ghost Pepper Pudding. It's time for you to earn the respect you deserve for eating those nasty, disgusting pinfalls. Crack open a boiling hot jobber juice today and launch your career to the stratosphere. Jobber Juice, a Forkus Brands product. Pick one up today at your local grocer's bonfire. Okay, let's swing our way into Friday Night Smackdown from March 26, 2021. And you heard from uh, Mr. McMahon earlier that uh, he wanted us, you know, to put more of a focus on Raw, which is actually kind of interesting because... We actually didn't really have an easy way to watch SmackDown, just given the situation of you can't really DVR it. I have an antenna in my bedroom that can't get Fox. We live in a strange house. Yeah, I live, live in a strange, strange house. house and yeah. just, you know, circumstances, it would have, it's just hard for us to kind of watch this live. And so, turns out that's what Mr. McMahon wants anyway. He did have his decree, as you heard, that we have to say Roman Reigns twice and mm-hmm. Sasha Banks once. Which I believe that will occur quite easily and based I've already upon got the it allocation of segments. Right yeah. there. Um, yeah. But it's also kind of a bummer for me because I'm more interested in SmackDown and this roster than the Raw. But hey, it is what it is and we press on. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, and we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. You know, and I mean, let's be transparent. This week we watched YouTube videos. Yeah, that's what I was, I was just going to say. We just watched the YouTube, which is nice. They have a pretty nice recap of all this. It only yeah. missed one match, which we'll get into. But uh, shall we? Yeah, let's hit it. So our edition of SmackDown began with Adam Pierce coming out. Um, basically telling Daniel Bryan he can't give him a title shot. The referee's decision from Fastlane was final, and it's going to be Edge versus Roman Reigns. So clearly the show had opened with Bryan kind of, you know, asking for that shot, saying he deserves it because Roman tapped out. Um, And he starts tossing out all these ideas. You know, it's like WrestleMania is two nights, so what about Roman and Edge night one, and I get the winner night two? And Edge comes out, he knocks the microphone out of Pierce's hand, and he's just not having any of it. And I mean, I wouldn't be having any of it either. It, why like, would you? Like, seriously, to fight a night, like, to, like, fight the fatigued person yep. uh, um, out of, uh, are they the main event on night one? So, they yeah. are, they're currently the main event night two. Oh, so, okay. that's basically what Daniel Bryan was proposing. Yeah, but still, though, they're, uh, like, that's still going to exactly. be a very, very long match on night one. And like, like Edge yeah, said, They're going to be balls-ass tired. And like Edge yeah. said, he won the Royal Rumble. Brian's lost twice to Reigns. Granted, neither was really exactly fair. But uh, well, yeah. And then uh, Edge basically called him a son of a bitch, and Brian attacked him, and Edge hit him with a chair. And uh, Edge said something. He used the word altruistic. Yeah. A L L space. Truistic. Yeah. You know, I bet that's what he thinks. He's like, well, if everything's true, it's all truistic. All truistic. Yeah. You know, I can just see the word being, you know, formulated in his brain there. So not, to, not to say that he's dumb. But. No, no, Edge is tight. Uh, yeah, so more to come from that later on. And we get our first match here of Seth Rollins defeating Shinsuke Nakamura in 9 minutes 41 seconds, which I think we saw about 3 minutes of. Uh, you know, some uh, some nice action here. Two great workers, two guys uh, that I'd like to see potentially uh, go into other places, perhaps. Uh, 
But I call, you know, we had earlier the short boot match on NXT. I'm going to call mm -hmm. this one a similar pants match. Yeah. Similar pants match. You got anything to add? Oh, no. Well, I mean, you obviously hadn't seen either of these guys, and it's a very abbreviated well, um, set. I guess but... one thing I wanted to ask is I've heard the name Seth, Seth Rollins mentioned a lot, mm -hmm. but like his career and his identity hasn't really stuck. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, at least for me, like, you know, like, who is Seth Rollins to you? Yeah, so quickly, he was Tyler Black in Ring of Honor, which I didn't see much of him, but came in with a lot of pizzazz and, like, you pizzazz. know, really loved him. Pizzazz. Uh, Seth Rollins, you know, they he was part of the Shield, so okay, you have yes. seen him. Okay, yes. that's where it's Elimination from. Shield yeah, yeah. 2015. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 with, um, with Moxley hit Dan Cat And Roman Reigns. Roman so Reigns. he was known yeah. as the architect of the Shield. Yeah, yeah. And then he, so he was the one who turned on the Shield, aligned with Triple H, who was the heel authority figure, and had a a long title run right and was great but he, you know he's kind of been a little bit up and down recently but great worker um just with his character currently i don't love yeah. um but you know from what we saw the match we got to see nakamura get some nice aggressive uh strikes in um i just wish we could see more of him more good shit from him in wwe as mm -hmm. i mentioned he was so great in new japan mm -hmm. but uh you know, not much of that. You and, get to and, see and another funny thing, I think, I guess this goes back, um, goes into the backstage stuff where he starts complaining about respect. Oh yeah. Now get no respect. And, yep. uh, you know, not to make a movie joke out of it, but it's like, you know, it kind of made me realize like, man, people co um, complain about not having respect all the time. Oh. And I feel like it's almost just like a given. You got to walk into a place to be like, you know, I'm not going to have, like, and I guess their idea of respect is something completely different than our idea of respect. Was My idea of respect is, like, not, like, walking through the office door and having someone punch me in the face and be like, good morning, Beaumont. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, like, for these guys, it's just, like, the you get. Little things. Oh, it, it is It is bowing down. It yep. is Mr. This. And it's, it's, it's a very uh, boomery, antiquated idea um, that they love to bandy around a lot. And, and I think it's funny. So yeah, after uh, Rollins won the match with the stomp, um, you kind of did some foreshadowing mm -hmm. where Rollins attacked him and then Cesaro comes out in his dress clothes and uh, lays the hammer to him and uh, tries to swing him and doesn't. And then we go to the backstage segment that was all about respect. Yeah. And uh, he said something like, Cesaro tried to swing me? Bad things are going to happen if he steps in my lane. I'm paraphrasing. And uh, he challenges Cesaro to... A WrestleMania match says it's going to be a lesson in disrespect. He does not like disrespect. And as Rollins is going, so I'm like, I'll never be swung. Never, ever, ever. Cesaro comes from behind and bonk, bonks him into the big equipment fucking case there. And the best part about that shit is, you know, the Rodney and Dangerfield joke, I don't get no respect. <laughs> you know, like that is always like hidden in the background of any sort of like heated discussion yeah. about respect. Yep. You know, and it was there too. Hell yeah. And he swung him and he swung him and uh, yeah. Uh, again, two great wrestlers, so it you know, should hopefully be a good match at WrestleMania. I don't really know much about the story, but yeah, whatever. Mm. So we go to the Kevin Owens show, uh, which you were uh, kind of confused that there was another talk show, but uh, yeah. that's just oh, a yeah. WWE thing that they like to do yeah. with Sami Zayn. And, oh, I forgot to mention real quick, there was the one match that we did not see a YouTube clip of because there wasn't one, but I want to at least mention it. And you'll get to see these guys at some point, but it was Apollo Crews, Chad Gable, and Otis defeating Big E in the Street Profits in 4 minutes 21 seconds. And I just want to note, I thought it was interesting because 
Mr. McMahon shortened your name from Beaumont to Bo. You know, it's something he does like to do. And yeah, four out of I the know. six guys in this match have had some sort of name change and then maybe even gone back. Yeah. So Apollo Crews went back to Apollo, and now he's Apollo Crews again. Chad Gable was Shorty G. Now he's Chad Gable again. I don't know why they touched Apo- like Apollo and then Apollo Crews. That's CR, like so C-R-E-W-S. much like AWS. So much like Apollo Creed. Exactly. You know, like I feel like you would stay away from that. When he like, was like, Cruz and then just Apollo and now he's Cruz again. Oh, like when's the next time you're going to see a wrestler named Rocky or Mr. T? <laughs> yeah. Like never. Like, you know, come on, man. And then Otis dropped his last name of Dozovich and Big E for a while was Big E Langston. Now he's Big E. So again, we didn't see the match, but I just thought that was an interesting note given your current situation, especially. Yeah, and um, you know, what was it? Sami Zayn. So yeah, then we'll get back to the KO show where, yeah, Sami Sammy Zayn with S-A-M-I-Z-A-Y-N. You got to love it. Uh, Again, I love both of these guys. And when I did watch WWE, like two guys I really liked, you know, they've kind of been pushed down the card slightly. Um, But, you know, this this whole segment was, you know, essentially Sammy Zayn talking about this documentary he's got. And you even mentioned Jake Paul. And then he mentions Jake Paul. And I don't really know too much about those. Or Logan Paul or Sounds whatever. Sounds like somebody Vince would bring in. For sure. I think oh, it was totally. Logan Paul yeah, that he yeah. put up the graphic. And, you know, really all this was leading to was KO getting pissed and challenging to a mm-hmm. match at WrestleMania. Which I am excited about because I don't think they've had a singles match at WrestleMania. And again, like... With this match and Cesaro Rollins, like both are just two, you know, two matches of two great wrestlers, which just let them just do their thing. Don't fuck with them and just let them have good matches. And I think they could both be good. I will say this, Brett. I think this was worse than the Miz show at Raw. Oh, wow. Okay. I think it was um, significantly worse. What what made you think so? Uh, Well, I, I think like the Miz show at least had sort of an objective, like Bad Bunny was kind of the heel to them Mm -hmm. and like you know they were obviously like reacting against him and these guys were just up there and they were angry and like the Miz at least you know kind of has a little bit of a suaveness to him Mm -hmm. and then his sidekick kind of has the yeah cooked Morrison yeah cooked Morrison um and these guys just seem pissed off at each other and like I couldn't help but think you know if I were a wrestling writer you know, how would I do this differently to avoid the unnecessary repetition? Mm-hmm. And, you know... Uh, and you can actually use the term writer here now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, and, um, <laughs> which oh, I man. wouldn't let you in that's the a, that, that's a That's a brain... You're, Zach, allowed, you're allowed to that's use That's a Zack Snyder cut term. That's you know? right, yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, I would honestly almost consider... Uh, like, get, like, some of these wrestlers, like, out of the studio and do, like, a film bit with them yeah. out on the street. And maybe they get in a fight because it's wrestling because you got to get in yep. a fight. You got to get in an argument. You know, like, the the, the macho well, know, stuff has got to happen. Well, as you've seen from seeing a little WWE, not to, I don't mean to, but, like, a lot of formulas yeah, that it, they follow. It is. It's kind it, of the same type it of is. stuff. It is. And I thought this, like, if your formula works, it's fine. But this one just didn't really work for me. It was yeah. definitely the weakest segment of the show for me. Yeah. And I think... uh Man, it could have been well served just like taking it to backstage and, even. And I, again, yeah. I love both these guys. And yeah, segment didn't really do much for me. There, you know, KO is definitely one of the best talkers in the company. Like mm-hmm. I told you when we watched, he's much better as a heel than a face, which yeah. is what he is now. But yeah, I agree. It didn't really do much for me. But we're also missing parts of the segment too. Yeah. So there is that. Well, and it but, seemed like a climax. I mean, the host and the co-host fought. Yeah. You know, yes. that didn't happen until episode 1,000 of Conan. 
when he whooped Andy Richter's ass. So, so again, hopefully the match should be good. But yeah, um, the the argument I thought felt choreographed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, who knows? Like this documentary bullshit, whatever. Um, Bigger and better things. And then we saw, and I think this may have been two different segments that they edited together as once was essentially Reigns and Adam Pe- Reigns talking to Adam Pierce and Edge talking to Adam Pierce, pretty much just making their pitches of why it should be a singles match. So again, more to come. Yeah, which like you know, decent enough foreshadowing. Yeah, it's, it's, it worked. It all worked you're, you're, fine. Your you're entry level functional. And like I like all yeah. the player. You know, I love what Roman Reigns is doing in his heel character now. I've always been an Edge guy, and like from what I've seen from Adam Pierce, like he seems like there's worse authority figures. Let's the, the, put it that the, there way. There are worse authority figures, but I I, I do have a term please um, that I came up with. Um, to describe Adam Pierce, and a lot of these sort of execs in WWE kind of have that. They're always wearing the suit, yep. and they're always trying to diffuse conversations, yep. but they always have agendas, yep. and they're always like in a very passive-aggressive way pissing someone off. I'm going to call them cached archetypes. Mm, yeah, because, cached archetype. Yeah, because, like because it. it is a type of character that you've seen so many times, but like, you know, upon multiple exposures, I think you get a little beat. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, I kind of, kind of, kind of wish. Uh, I don't, I don't want to say his name, but uh, um, I kind of wish they, the, the the writers, the WWE, would yeah, give yeah, them yeah. more uh, character. I understand. Yes, mm-hmm. and agree. So we go into Bianca Belair defeating Natalia in nine minutes twenty four seconds. Again, we saw about three. Um, I really like a lot of what I've seen. I mean, all of what I've seen from Bianca. She won the Royal Rumble. She looks great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm a big, big Sasha Banks fan. Oh, yeah. There's our mention. Big uh, star rising. Which we get to see a classic formula thing here where during the midst of the match, her music comes on, Bianca gets distracted, and I think Tamina, who was Natalia's like, partner at ringside, fucked her up. Cla- you know, It's just classic there. Um, Sasha went on commentary. She looked fine. Great, she's by got the a way. presence, you know. Yeah, dude. Like, no, no, she no, is no. the ball. Like, no. she lives that. Character. Oh, no, goddamn reason. Like, they brought her over to Mandalorian yeah. through Star yeah. Wars money. She's like, sick. it makes perfect sense. She's sick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, she went on to commentary, and then her and Bianca were chirping out there, and Bianca fucking slapped her. Yeah, yeah. Um, she hit the kiss of death for the win, and Sasha came in without her shoes on, hit her with the backstabber, and reminded everyone who the boss is. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited for this WrestleMania match. So the final match is Rey Mysterio defeating Dolph Ziggler in 9 minutes 17 seconds. And again, the action we saw was good. Uh, wish I would have seen the whole thing. They had a match at SummerSlam 09 that I really liked when Dolph was really kind of just bursting on the scene. But yeah, uh, yeah what we saw was fun. Uh, very cool moment. Ray like jumped onto Dolph when he was outside and tried to hurricane run him, and Dolph caught him yeah. and just like chucked him over the barricade, which was pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. which uh, you referenced when we watched it. You wished you would have chucked him into the Thunderdome screens. Oh yeah, no, that would have been great. <laughs> um, and Ray had his son. I mean, Dominic. they're all cardboard too. They all would have just tumbled yeah, just over. <laughs> Ray had his son Dominic out there, and after he threw him over, then Dolph kicked Dominic in the head, which was tight. Yeah. Uh, Ray was closing in on the win, and Robert Roode got involved, which led to a really nice zigzag by Dolph uh, that I thought could have had a chance to get the win. But Ray kicked out, hit the 619, the big splash as Dominic holds off Robert Roode, and he gets the win. And uh, 
Yeah, I don't really know if either of those guys have a direction at WrestleMania. I feel like Michael Cole referenced possibly Ray and Dominic going after the tag titles, mm. which I don't know who has them on SmackDown. <laughs> it might be Ziggler and Rude, maybe. Yeah. So, who knows? More. Well, I guess we'll see over the next week or two. Sure. Uh, and then we go into the main event segment, which for us started immediately uh, with Adam Pierce announcing that it's going to be a triple threat ratchet, threat ratchet, threat ratchet, triple threat match at WrestleMania. And essentially a fight broke out immediately thereafter. Uh, Edge hit some big spears on both Reigns and Jey Uso. Uso. And then he was crunching people with chairs and set up for the concerto and didn't end up hitting it and he ended up sitting in a chair to end it. But mm. uh, I'm happy this is a triple threat match. Uh, so what are your thoughts on, as this story carried throughout the whole um, show, like what what'd you think about it all when um, you saw the climax? That, that, that was the one thing that seemed to build throughout the show mm -hmm. that they I thought they did a good job with. Because like Edge and Roman Reigns and... Uh, Daniel Bryan were all placed throughout the show. Yep. You didn't, you, you didn't forget him, Correct. and you didn't kind of forget where they were at in each scene. Yep. So I thought they did a pretty good job of like building toward that, even though like you predicted it, um, and I assume a lot of people in yeah, the I mean, uh, wrestling was, community people did. kind of assumed this was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, but, but um, I, I think like. That was the good type of predictability. Yeah, agreed. Like you it know? was, it was executed well. Yeah, executed very well, and uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm definitely excited for that shit when it comes down to WrestleMania. I agree. Um, you know, and that's the final segment. I'll say one thing about we've had three shows this week where final segments have not been fights. Yeah, which has been a first for There's me since I've, theme, since, yeah. I've, since I've restarted wrestling. We had um, that's right because yeah, the, the fiend, and then Tuesday or Wednesday was O'Reilly and Cole, which that was far and away the best oh, one. Duh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, 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 that that one had the most. There was a lot of drama and action and character. And your boy Michael Adams at the time. Yeah, yeah, Michael Adams was cowering in the corner, um, but but yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah. Uh, I guess, I guess, you know, to be perfectly honest, I have to say I'm not the biggest fan of ending your show like that. Because I think, yeah. like, you know, like, think about when Moxley hit Dan Callis. Yep. Okay, so what happens, you know, is, you know, the microphone, you know, comes in, and then, you know, Dan Callis has it, Moxley pushes him, the rose explodes. Yep. You know, his back's on Kenny, then Kenny takes advantage of it. But then they go outside. I should stop talking about this, shouldn't I? <laughs> That's fine. But like you, you, like you have like you know you can take the match and like the energy from it and let it de let let there be a diaspora. Yeah, you're gonna see. You can, you, you can let it like spread out instead of just being like, nope. Our last scene is gonna be you know like a boring Star Wars Senate scene. You get know, used to it because as you saw, three for three this week and. Uh, yeah, that's the way they uh, prefer to end their shows uh, often. Uh, and the place we came from, I referenced, like, they did that somewhat recently with a big angle they had that was one of the best things they've ever done on the show. But, yeah, it doesn't happen often. It's usually a match leading into some sort of chicanery after said match. It seems a lot more hackneyed instead of organic. Agreed. And I, uh, you know, I, I'm looking forward to WWE. Um Perhaps doing things differently. We'll see what happens next um, week. And, uh, yeah, we will see what happens next week. Okay. Total 
recall. So we, because we saw both these guys on NXT this and week. And both the Total Recall movies. And both the Total <laughs> uh, Decided to go with Kushida versus Kyle O'Reilly from New Japan from the Best of the Super Junior Final from June 7th, 2015. Yes, just a technical masterclass here. Um, you know, this match it in a whole in a whole. You know, it was thirty one minutes, and it was a lot on the ground and a lot of rolling encounters, mm-hmm. and, and you know, a little bit different from what we've kind of dug into before. Mm-hmm. But you got to see, you know, Kenta kind of mm-hmm. acted like a lot of this. But again, just I've kind of made a theme of this off the cuff here. What were your kind of thoughts on the um, match and the style and the crowd and everything? Yeah, I guess it goes back to the term Japanese strong style. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think that was first, uh, you know, defined for me during the Kenta and Marafushi match. Mm-hmm. But like that match wasn't just in the ring. That was like, oh, we're flying over barricades, breaking our jaws. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it, it was 60 minutes. You know, it was this kind of a, you know, like... You don't call the Battle of Helm's Deep in Lord of the Rings like, oh yeah, the the, the strong battle. You know, it's like the big long, you know, slog like 30, with like it was like thing thirty six minutes after thing by after the way. Thing after, but you know. well, I mean, actually, let's switch the metaphor. The Battle at the End of Return of the King. Yeah. You know, the one Which that I just watched last the night. The one that's da 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 da. You know, um, but uh, like. This one was a lot more when you talk about Japanese strong style, when you talk about people getting slammed on like a hard mat, when you talk about like tough moves, um, like that seemed a lot more definitive of what I think you were trying to convey to me mm-hmm. or, or kind of, you know, it was, what a, little, it was what, a lot tighter. Yeah, what you're tra- yeah, yeah, a lot tighter. What you're trying to impress on me. I think like to me, that seems to be the textbook Japanese strong style. Versus like what Kenta and Marafushi were doing, which is a bit more spectacle. Little bit. Well, so the one of the keys to strong style is more like hard strikes, which this had some, but not a ton of. So this was more. It was definitely a Japanese, you know, strong style type match, but a more grounded MMA style too. Yeah, yeah that's what you're saying in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of like rolling counter, like a lot of submissions where one guy had one on and then the other slipped through and got sure. it and just yeah. like shit like that. You just don't see the smoothness and the mm. precision in the execution. Like, mm. you know, again, I've watched a lot of this shit. You haven't seen a ton. Like, it's just perfectly done. Well, I mean, you know, I watched that. I watched... um Marfushi Kenta. I watched The Greatest Match of Your Life. Yeah. You know, which like that also, you know, had like... Was a good like middle balance between the strong style between oh, that and like you know spectacle. And we're talking about Kenny Omega Okada one, uh, which is probably it's a top three of mine of all time. Yes, yeah, but, yeah. I mean that's just perfection. You know, it's got everything. Yeah. So that this well, so uh, did you enjoy this more than Kenta Marafuji, or are you just saying no, it was okay? I did not. Okay, um, Kenta Marafuji just had like. I don't know, just these moments of just like pure destruction and yeah. pure pain. A lot more high peak moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely uh, sort of, you know, rode the dramatic high seas a lot more than this. Whereas this was a lot more like, you know, 
Oh, I've got him in the right position. Slam. It's, it's a know. very leverage and building and kind of wearing your opponent down yeah, is kind of that like You know, we talked school. about um, that um, Kyle O'Reilly was uh, working down uh, Kushida's arm yep. in the beginning. They kind of both were ended yeah, up yeah. working on each other's so, arms. So, like, it, it was a good match, you know, and I, and I was very entertained. I mean, I think, you know, it's probably the best match we've watched all week. But um, <laughs> It definitely is. Like, again, I've said it earlier in the show – it's definitely a top 50 match for me of all time because yeah, I've kind of been ranking those. I said 25 earlier. It's in the 25 to 50 range for oh, well, sure you know, for me. like Booby Lashley and Sheamus, they can be 250. <laughs> you know, it's okay. But again, and, like uh, yeah. just the uniqueness of how good these counters and submissions mm. and mixing in those strikes in between. Turning around finishing moves and yes, shit. Yes, yeah. and a lot of just, and the crowd for me was so big on that. Like the crowd was just amped and which, went nuclear at one point. Which was, you know, big during um, um, Marafuchi and oh, dude, uh, the, just the and Japanese crowd. And Okada, dude, the yeah. Japanese crowd, and that's been the big void in New Japan right now because they haven't had... The yeah. crowds can't make noise with their mouths yeah. with COVID, yeah. but like that, it's such a big thing. But uh, just pointing out some moments here. Remember O'Reilly on the top had Kushida in like an arm lock and jumped from the top rope and yeah. like slammed his arm to the ground. Yeah. I know that one caught you a little bit. Yeah. Um, he also off the top, uh, or no, Kushida did the moonsault attempt, which O'Reilly caught in the triangle. Yeah. I fucking loved. Uh, O'Reilly off the top did the belly-to-back suplex with the throat slash. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, were there any specific other things that you had written down or anything that stuck out? Um, particularly like, you know, um, Kyle's sort of slaps or slats. Yeah. They kind of turned the tide a little bit. He looked, he looked he, he, he did look match. really good there at the end, but it was kind of that quick end with Kushida. You know, um, after seeing Kushida wrestle, God, who was it on NXT? Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin. You know, where you kind of knew he was going to lose. Yeah. Um, but, like, now having seen Kyle O'Reilly stuff, like, that dude's a baller. And, like, yeah. and I do want him to whip Adam Cole's Britt Baker. Me too. Ass. Me yeah. too. Yeah, like... Even though O'Reilly lost, and don't get me wrong, Kushida legitimately is one of the best wrestlers in the world, yeah. period, and he's underutilized by NXT. And this showed it, but like O'Reilly came out looking so good as the loser, and that's what makes like this such a great match. Is like he looks so great even though he lost, and of course Kushida looks amazing. I mean, that's when wrestling really nails it, is when both guys come out just looking mm -hmm. so strong, yeah. and that's what this did. I got one last thing, please. Unless, do you have any more last things? Because this is a this is a big uh, rug. <laughs> Pull out the rug under. Um, I wrote great sell on Kabushi. <laughs> Mixing Kushida and Abushi, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, who yeah. You haven't even really or, seen or Kabuki Theater, the mm. uh, ancient Japanese okay. form of theater. Uh, speaking of great, O'Reilly just had so many. Gr I mean, both again, but O'Reilly had so many great cells where he just. There was one time when Kushida had the closed fist and he hit O'Reilly with it and he just dropped like a sack of bricks. Yeah. Um, but man, yeah, just the energy, the crowd, the counters, well, the just, precision, all of it. Well, there's just a presentation in New Japan that is different. Oh. Like when they hit that ring, it's like hitting a desk. It's like, dawn. Yeah, and just know? the camera work, yeah, they, yeah, the yeah. camera angles they use and the production is just second to none. Yeah, no, like I, I, th I, I think, you know, 
They get a lot of like real tight close-up yeah. shots, and oh. they let they let the shots stand. Oh yeah, like, and that's a thing. Sorry again, but WWE does a lot of quick camera cuts. Oh yeah, well yeah, it goes. Japan does not. It goes back to Sam Slay Symphony, the Jackie Chan thing I was yeah. telling you about, where they don't show. Yep. Like the actual punch occurring, they like to cut away, you know, just to make you think that the punch occurred. Correct. But um, I'm not educated on wrestling enough. I feel like at this point to be like. Well, New Japan does this and New Japan sure. does that in the ring. But, like, the way their presentation, I think, is... Uh, the best. Yeah, it, it, it totally is the best. It's so good. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah. And, uh, Lord. Uh, yeah. Well, I hope that trip to Japan in June <laughs> doesn't get ruined yeah. by a... And yeah, Kush- by nobody, by and nobody, yeah, by nobody. Kushida, who ended up, uh, he was going for the hover lo- hoverboard lock the whole match. Finally was able to lock it in. O'Reilly crawled to the ropes and he flipped around, flipped him over right back into the center, locked it in, and Red Shoes called for the bell. Tremendous match, tremendous stuff. Yeah, it was a uh, you know a great uh, first uh, total recall. I would say yeah. it, it compares to the Arnold Schwarzenegger one, and not to the Colin Farrell remake. Okay, uh, Bo. Well, uh, we made it through we it. We did. That wasn't so bad. No, uh, no, no, you know, it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be fun. And it's WrestleMania season. Some yeah. exciting stuff going on. Again, I'm fucking fired up for the NXT stand and deliver cards. Uh, but yeah, this, uh, you know, it's, it's a good yeah, time. You know, it's it's different, but you know, with difference comes an opportunity for growth, and growth can occasionally be painful. Uh, and uh. Yeah, that's how I'm choosing to look at it. Yeah, and I, you know, this wasn't painful, I would say, necessarily. Yeah. Maybe some of Raw might have been. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's it's the duty, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, as we remember, NXT is why we came here, and NXT was great. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, you know, and some of these changes, like, you know, I think they're actually... Is that? Oh, it's uh, Triple H. Uh, let me check this real quick. Hang on. Hey, Brett. Bad news. Oh, shit. Vince caught wind of you guys talking about New Japan for If You Recall, and he is not happy about it. Give me a call and we can discuss. Thanks, H Cubed. Oh, shit. Okay, here we go, buddy. Man, if if we think we're going to get the switch, how bad do you think he's going to get the switch whenever Vince sees he texted the old name over Total Recall? (sighs) Yeah. Well, buddy, it's going to be an interesting uh, journey here. Yeah, yeah, interesting. And let's just make the best of it. Sure. Okay. All righty. Well, thank you all. Uh, We love you. And uh, take care. And talk to people in a nice tone. Yes. We love you. Love everyone around you. Green stranger. Bye-bye. See you.